Anxiety is a pillock. Truly, it is. It's sheer bloody terror. It feels like you've been hung upside down over a cliff. The rope you're tied to is slowly fraying into oblivion. A big countdown clock is ticking and getting louder with each click. You've been injected with 75 shots of organic Guatemalan espresso. Someone is playing the theme tune to Jaws on a church organ nearby, and there are crowds of people gathered around screaming, You deserve this, you hopeless bumwort, so nah, nah, nah. If you weren't feeling anxious before, you probably are now. I know I am. So your first instruction is to get a cup of tea and a slice of something lovely. Anything gooey will do. I'll have some carrot cake, please. Find a comfy chair. If it's winter, get a blanket. If it's summer, get a fan. Get comfy, settle in. Anxiety has been with me all my life. A hideous, terrifying companion that I couldn't shake off. It's accompanied by depression. Great, eh? Who needs strawberries and cream when you can have anxiety and depression? It's been with me since primary school, followed me to secondary school, university, into my first job, into relationships, came with me abroad, to picnics by the river, to weddings, baby-naming ceremonies, and stuck with me on beautiful, relaxing, sunny summer days in the park, picnicking with friends, where it definitely wasn't invited. Anxiety is rude, and mine comes in different forms at different times. Panic attacks, obsessions, social anxiety, body dysmorphia, generalised anxiety disorder, health anxiety and phobias. Get me to the Anxiety Olympics, and I'd win gold every time. But I expect you'd be on that podium standing right next to me. We're all different, so we get anxious about different things. My husband panics when I dig up the weeds in the garden because he's become attached to them, so I have to tell him they've gone to live on a farm in the country. My cat panics at the noise from the recycling lorry, the rubbish lorry he's fine with for some reason. Don't judge what your anxieties are about. It's pointless comparing them to others. There's no league of anxiety pain. Just because you're anxious about mallard ducks doesn't mean it's any less horrendous than someone worrying about their family becoming ill. There is no one way to help manage your anxiety, and anyone who says differently is probably selling magic beans. That's why this book has 40 different ways for you to try. Feel free to alter them to suit yourself. The ways are born out of half a century of me living with it, and many years as a counsellor supporting people who were also managing it. I still grapple with my terrifying companion, he's called Derek by the way, but I found ways of punching him in the face, laughing at him, and getting on with my life despite his presence. This book is a companion to How to Tell Depression to Piss Off, which you may have read or listened to, but if you haven't, why not? Honestly, let's not get off to a bad start. It has the same format and some of the themes overlap a little, but depression and anxiety are different beasts, even if they often chum around together. You don't need to try all 40 ways in this book. I mean, you can if you want, but I expect that's making you anxious, so choose the ones you want to try, give them a good go, and if they don't fit, try another. Try one, try a combination. I use different ones for different types of anxiety, and depending on how I'm feeling at the time. Also, you don't need to listen to this audiobook from start to finish like a traditional audiobook. You can dip in and out. Hey, start from the end if you want, or listen to it upside down.
Hearing about anxiety can sometimes trigger your anxiety. Infuriating, isn't it? So look after yourself. By that, I mean call someone, contact a helpline, text a mate, or eat some mango and raspberry ice cream if you need to. I've made the book light-hearted for that very reason. I reckon you shouldn't need a dictionary minimised on your laptop to understand how to manage your anxiety, so this book is jargon-free, and hopefully it will get you laughing a little as we go. God knows you really need some giggling when you have anxiety. Don't underestimate the power of anxiety, nor should you ever, ever underestimate your ability to manage it. You just need the right techniques and a loud, gobby, shouty voice. Keep going, keep fighting, keep living, and join me in telling anxiety to sod off.